up, everybody? A little bit change of pace tonight. I will be hosting. JD is still on the mics. JD, how you doing, buddy? Hey, long, long day. Um, I don't know if it's the weather. It's been raining for two weeks in Connecticut. Little under the weather today, so I'm going to assume standard co-host duties. Welcome to the churn. Welcome in. Yes, sir. Welcome, everybody, to the churn. Real quick, go follow us on Twitter, at the churn FF. Uh, I am at Connor Bods, and Joe is at JDFram14. Uh, feel free, give us a follow. Uh, we appreciate it. Also, feel free to go on and leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Spotify doesn't do that, so you don't need to worry about that. But let's get into it. Um, obviously, I think right now, fantasy-wise, I think the big story this week would be Tyler Lockett. Monday Night Football just absolutely snatching away souls. Not Monday. Was that Mo Sunday night? Putting up a, what, 53-point game? Is that what it was? With 38 in standard, 53 PPR, 56 DraftKings. Snatched souls is definitely correct. Um, maybe maybe that's why I've been under the weather this week. I've been – I'm very damaged by a couple losses that I had this past weekend, and they resonate in the realm of Tyler Lockett and what he did, but also Russell Wilson's inefficiency to hit anybody else on the field, not Tyler Lockett, not Cardinals defenders. Um, I think this is a good segue. I have strong feelings about this game, so I want to hear your thoughts on it, and then I can kind of go on a tirade. So I got to be honest, guys. I spent Saturday night up in Boston, um, and so I, when I came back Sunday, I pretty much just fell asleep after the, the afternoon game, so I didn't really watch a ton. Obviously, DK Metcalf, I, I don't think he's human. Just watching him run down Buda Baker was insane that a man that size can run that fast and cover that much ground i mean obviously he's got long legs but i do real quick i know a little flashback to last week obviously we had aaron cass on from dynasty league his motto was just win baby um he has tyler lockett who put up 53 points and cast scored a 110 so about half his points came from one player and snuck out the win against uh our buddy Chris Bracken, who I know is not very happy. I woke up to some very angry text messages from him for, for good reason. Um, going back. So to kind of get a little bit more league specific, we've had dynasty league now for two years and you can see your player history. And over the two years, I think it's the second highest scoring game behind an Aaron Rodgers game last year against the Raiders when he threw six touchdowns. So it's by far the highest skill position player score that we've had in two years. Um, and so that's just, that's a brutal way to take a loss and cash just continues to, to just win. He finds a way and he gets it done. Yeah. He just won't find himself into the, the loss column. Um, I'm, I'm going to initiate tirade number one, Buda Baker. Well, well priced and well worth advertised. I think me and you talked about He's a monster. Him. Oh, we talked about him. I was, reading into the stats about, okay, he doesn't, he hasn't picked the ball off like ever in his career or whatever it was. He got a massive contract. He was all over the field on Sunday and he was making really good plays. Like, yeah, that was that pick six was definitely just like a juicy meatball that he grabbed out of thin air from Russ. Um, but he, he makes a ton of good plays. He's all over the ball. DK Metcalf made the second best play of the night. 
I think Buda Baker's pick almost pick six was number one. And then number two, obviously him chasing him down was the most inhuman thing that I've ever seen. Then number three, you could give it to Tyler Lockett and all the catches that he made. But I, I really, and I feel very strongly about this. I think Russ blew that game with his inefficiency elsewhere and just tunnel vision. I say Simmons, he had to play five snaps before he got a game clinching pick in OT because what would I do in that situation? I'm Isaiah Simmons. Okay. Five snaps in, he's probably going to throw it to Lockett. I'm just going to, I'm going to go find him, jump the pick and, and go. That was just, I don't know. It was really disheartening to watch because it was no stopping the wounds. Like it was like a severed artery that you could not patch up when you were watching Tyler Lockett torture teams. And I felt that in a couple leagues and I don't think I've recovered yet. So hopefully by Sunday I, I have on my side. Well, good news. Today is Thursday. Um, we're recording a day late, which means that we get football tonight. Um, so obviously tonight we have the Panthers taking on the Falcons. No McCaffrey, which a bit of a disappointment. Um, it'd be nice to see him play, but I think we're kind of gearing up now um, to getting him back. Hopefully maybe next week. But for anyone who doesn't know, pretty much if you get activated now off this new IR, um, there's still you pretty much get put into a 21 day window where they can actually activate you onto the full roster, but he can start practicing again. So I didn't know that until this week and we're seeing it with, um, with McCaffrey as well as, I mean, Dallas Goddard is the same way where he's probably not going to play this week, but has been activated technically off the IR. So just keep an eye out for that. We're soon going to be getting McCaffrey and Goddard, just not, not quite yet. Good, good insight there from uh, podcast doc. And NFL PA rules and analysts host Connor Boddington. You definitely know a little bit more than I do when it comes to shit like that and finding stuff out like that. So good to know. Um, OBJ injury. We wanted to touch upon that. He also was included in a trade this week, melting pot. Um, question for you. Do you think they he makes him being out Browns better or worse for the rest of season? I don't know. I, I hate that people are like, oh, dude, is Baker better without? No, I mean, they were playing the Bengals. Like, the Bengals aren't very good. Does Baker, I feel like, sometimes try to force him the ball? Yeah, but Odell is a superstar. I think he's an unreal player. Um, but, no, I, I don't see how you can lose a player of his magnitude and say that he is a – the team will be better without him. I don't know. What do you think? Are you one of these people who think he's actually going to be better without him? I don't think it's good to lose superstars by, by any means. I think that it'll, it'll help. I said this, it'll help Baker spread the ball a little bit more. Maybe he'll move away from that tunnel vision treatment that they give superstars. That's, that's the thought process there. I just like when they lose Nick Chubb, their team's not better because Kareem hunts the workhorse. Their team is worse because they can't establish the running game. I I think that, I think that Chubb makes hunt better because he's more competitive trying to fight for those touches. And he runs a lot harder. I think their running games better and makes Baker better when he has to throw less. I don't think this is an indictment on OBJ. I think you would be happy to have him on the field. I think it's actually going to be a little bit, better for Baker Mayfield's decision-making because he has not been that good this year. Does, does that, is that how I can find a weird spin on how they might be a little bit better off? Because if he is 
making better decisions, they could keep the ball obviously a little bit more and maybe play safer. I I don't know. It's that's it's a weird thought process that I'm having here. Yeah, I mean, I understand why people have this take. I, I don't agree with it, like I said, but I get it. I he will. I I don't know. It's just crazy to me just seeing how good he was in college, and I felt like he did a really good job of spreading the ball around. And now he's in the NFL, and I mean, I get it. It's the NFL, not college, but he just forces it so much to Odell, which I don't know. We'll see. I. Just, I I don't know. I think Jarvis is going to struggle though. Like, I don't think Jarvis can be the focal point. I mean, yeah, you can target him 15 times. He'll catch 12 of them, but he'll give you what? 85 yards. Like he's always been like that. I also think he's banged up too. So like your, your receiving core number one is just Higgins is good. Higgins is solid. Like my thing with Higgins and I feel like it's every year. He kind of has a couple games where you're like, Oh, Higgins could be something where I do think that he's not, not a terrible feeling. And I mean, that catch by Donovan Peoples Jones at the end of the game was really, really good. Um, and I know he was a highly touted recruit going into Michigan and never really lived up to it in college, but that just may be because it was Michigan and Michigan has never, not never, obviously they had Brady, but they just don't have good quarterback play right now. So that could play a role into it. And I mean, obviously you're seeing Harrison Bryant perform too. So they have some good young pieces, I think on the outside where it, it may not be all doom and gloom, for the Browns passing game. Well, and they're going to be getting Chubb Chub back soon. Yeah. That's going to be a big boost for them either way. What are they right now? They're, they're five and two, correct? Yep. They're five and two. And they have a, they have a decent matchup this week too. Actually, they're playing the, they're playing the Raiders. I think I would pick the Raiders in that one. Raiders are definitely competitive. I would, I would agree. Browns are home. Yeah. Tough, interest, interesting little little tidbit there, but the trade was I sent OBJ packing after the ACL to Connor for Preston Williams and two two seconds. Honestly, I just didn't think I was going to find a better price for OBJ at his current value. And yeah, and I may I may have overpaid, but. I don't know. When I watch Preston Williams, my concern is I feel like it's a lot of body catching. Just seeing him like jump and it, he's like never just catching it with his hands. But I don't know. He's also hasn't really had like an elite level quarterback thrown to him, which Tua might be. And this could be one of those trades that we look back on in a year or two where you laugh at the insane value that you got for him. So hey, Ryan we'll Fitzpatrick see. is elite, and it's a shame that he got benched. So. Uh, it is. I don't <laughs> want to go back to that. We discussed that enough, I think, last week. But no, I yeah. I don't know. Preston Williams just has not totally impressed me. Where, But I could be wrong. I know a lot of other people are pretty high on him. So we'll see. All right. And then I had one more point I wanted to pick your brain about. Cowboys. Cowboys. Nucci you a big fan of Nucci Gang. Tell Nucci me. Nucci Gang, Nucci Gang. That's fine. But tell me where the love of Nucci comes and Zeke. What are we doing with Zeke? Um, I'm honestly out on all Cowboy players, I think, in redraft. Um, I like Nucci Gang, but that's only for the memes. Um, but no, I don't. I, I think Zeke, though, is still, like, where does he rank right now? I think he's still, like, very high. Number two. And, you know, I feel like people last year were saying the same things about Zeke. I was a Zeke owner in a couple spots, and it was just like, hmm. Where Zeke Elliott every week was still 10, 
to 20 points. You just didn't like how he got there. He has a couple, he has a couple big blow up games earlier in the year. That's inflating his points per game total. But the last two games, Zeke has been, he's definitely been forgettable and his point totals aren't there. So we're just trying to think like rest of season. Is he a guy that you're, you're just upset that you're stuck with for the rest of the year? I mean, if you spent that draft capital on him that you did, uh, here's the thing though. If you compare him to the other first round running backs, okay. McCaffrey has missed more than half the season. Saquon obviously is out for the season. Kamara has been really good. Cook has been banged up. It's like, yeah, I mean, you spent this early round pick on him. Is he kind of giving you that upside that you were expecting when you drafted him? No, but I mean, he's been productive. He's giving you in PPR double digit points every week, except for last. Oh, I think adjusting for injuries. Yeah. 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 And I think if he, it just worries me now with the quarterback play, like how bad this offense is going to be. And obviously teams are going to be selling out to beat him and they just have a super, like everyone keeps talking about the quarterback being banged up. I think it's a bigger loss having the offensive line as banged up as they are. I know. Mm. I don't know if Zach Martin is playing right now, um, but I'm pretty sure they're like, Tyron Smith done for season. Lyle Collins done for the season. Travis Frederick retired. Um, who else? Let's see. Zach Martin. Is he practicing? Let's see. Do, 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 do. Return. Okay. Zach Martin is practicing. So that would be a boost. I mean, I know he's, he's just a guard, but I mean, he's a, he's a monster. He's like almost Quentin Nelson level. I mean, he was a couple of years ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've had, I think like a new offensive line combo, like every game. So mm. Not not ideal, and obviously they're going up against Philly this week, and Philly's, I think, team strength is still their D-line with Fletcher Cox, Brandon Graham. Um, so that's – I don't know. I, if you have Zeke, you're starting him. He's not lived up to your expectations, but when you compare to some of the other first-round running backs, it could be a lot worse is what I'm pretty much trying to say here. He's saying that he could be injured is where we're at. Cause I mean, that's the only difference maker between like him and the other first rounders yeah. at this point is he has not gotten hurt. Oh, well, I mean, this is another guy to play, but now even go a little bit further, obviously, I mean, Jacobs has been fine. Henry has been good, but like Drake has not looked like himself and now he's hurt. Chubb banged up. I mean, he was looking good before then. So the best avail, the best ability is availability. And I mean, that's what Zeke's been so far. So mm. it could be better. Could be worse. I would say with him. All right. Quick question for you. No, no need for an elaborate response here. Whose return to the NFL are you more excited about? Des Bryant or Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown. Gosh, I hate you. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I hate Antonio Brown. You know that. I get I, that. That's fine. I, I don't care about Des Bryant in 2020. He wasn't I'm, good three years ago when he was playing. I don't care about him now. He can't get I, separation. I'm really happy for him. I, am I ha- fine? I'm happy for me. Actually, no, I'm not. I, dude, I'm, you're, asking, you're also asking a Giants fan, man. Like, I don't I don't really like Des Bryant. Oh, put up the X. Oh. He dropped it in the Packers game, man. He dropped it. Here, here's my take on it. Quick one. His story is a little bit better to root for. He's going to fight to the practice fine. squad of the Ravens. Yeah, then, Okay, Tom Brady recruited Diva Antonio Brown to go play in the Miami Heat of the football. Of, of football. You know what I mean? Like. Of yeah, the no, football. I, it's just st- stupid. 
You asked who I'm more excited to see out on the field. So I'm looking at it. I think Antonio Brown will still make plays. And I think now if you put him out there with Evans and Godwin, whenever Godwin comes back, that team, I think the Bucs are actually my favorite right now to win the Super Bowl. It's going to be, Ooh. I think, Denver's Chiefs. Actually, no, Chiefs. Sorry, you won't Chiefs. bet them, though. You won't do it. I'm not a gambler, man. I'm addicted to fantasy football. I know that's a slippery slope if I start gambling. So I'm not doing that. All right. All right. All right. So get us a little bit back on track here. Joe and I had... With Halloween coming up, we wanted to do a quick little new segment, Trick or Treat. Um, It's this whole new thing. The segment has never, ever been done. So I'm going to name uh, a player and where I think he'll finish rest of the season and ask Joe if he thinks it will happen, which is a treat, or if he thinks that this player is more of a trick. So real quick, we'll kind of make this a little bit of a lightning round. We don't need to delve too much into it. Ronald Jones. Is he a top 24 running back rest of the season? Oh, fair warning. We did not plan our picks. No, we do not know who the players are. This is raw and on the fly. (sighs) Ronald Jones, top 24. Are we just saying PPR is the, in this is the standard here. Yeah. Cause I mean, most of the leagues that we're in are PPR at this point. Best availability is availability. He's still healthy. Ronald Jones. Treat. Treat. All right. Top 24. Treat. Trick or treat, bitch. I'm going with treat. He is currently right now the running back 12 in PPR, if that makes a difference to you. All right. My my turn. Chase Claypool. Trick or treat. Will he finish as the Steelers' top receiver? I say treat. Deontay just can't stay healthy right now. And it... I have him. I have Deontay in a couple leagues, but no, I just, his health worries me. And I think Juju, I don't know what it is. I feel like they're just phasing him out and they're ready to go to Claypool and Deontay going forward, which I think is a great one, two punch. So I will say that he does finish as the number one receiver for, uh, for the Steelers. Now, next player I have for you is a running back who you recently traded for Deandre Swift. Will he finish as a top 18 running back rest of season he's currently the running back 23 in ppr do you think he finishes as a top half running back two or better trick trick is my initial thought because of matt patricia himself he just does not care if they get to 180 yards and three touchdowns on the on the on the ground game and five running backs are part of that um just his situation does not give him the ceiling of a top 18. He's looked back. good though. He's looked looks good. great. I mean, looks great. Gets, and I'm happy to have he, him. And it's also, I mean, with it being PPR, he does get all the passing work, which I think will like, that'll kind of give him that boost. So we'll see. I, I think 18 is kind of like that line. Like, I feel like if I said 24, you would have hammered that and said, yes, I feel like mm. 18 was like a pretty solid line there where it's like, okay, that's, that's a little bit tougher, but mm. who you got next? Jonathan Taylor, rest of year, top five running back. No, trick. Same reason with Swift. I just don't think he's going to get the volume. Needed. He's got the easiest. He's got the easiest strength of schedule. That's fine. I don't trust. It's the same reason why it's like okay, I'm not buying into Miles Sanders as an RB one until we see that the that the Eagles aren't going to use a running back by committee. And obviously this year, like that's changed and Sanders has been beast when he's played. My issue with Frank Reich is that he keeps 
putting out these other guys who stink. Like he keeps playing Zach, <laughs> like he keeps playing Wilkins and like all these other guys who just aren't good because it's like, oh, we want to make sure these guys are fresh. Which like, from a real football standpoint, I get it makes sense doing that. It just doesn't make like, from a fantasy standpoint, it's infuriating. So mm. I will say trick. I'm not even thinking about that. I don't think he. I don't even think he's a running back one the rest of the season. Wow, bold take. Yeah. So currently right now, the number seven wide receiver in PPR is Robbie Anderson. Mm. Do you think he finishes as a wide receiver one? And so for people who don't know, running back one, quarterback one, wide receiver one, we just do top 12. If they're top 12 of their position, they're considered the wide receiver one. So do you think Robbie Anderson finishes the year as a top 12 wide receiver? Treat. Treat. Oh, Treat. you're buying it. I'm buying it. And he got away from Adam Gaze. He's got great connection with Teddy Bridgewater. And the Panthers are just, they're not a bad football team. I, I really do believe that they're they're a pretty solid football team, but they're not. I mean, they're they're a long shot to make the playoffs given obviously the wild card situation and, and they're not in the NFC East. I think the extra team though makes the playoffs this year. I think we're up to the. That is true. Seven. There is. I think there's. Yeah, I think we have the third. That thirteenth. I'm. I'm buying in. I'm buying in on Robbie Anderson. Now, what if I told you he only has one touchdown so far, and he's the wide receiver seven? Wonderful. Let's progress to the mean. Yeah. (laughs) I didn't know that. That's crazy to me that he's the wide receiver seven. I was like, I did not know that. He's pretty much been 175 plus yards every week. That's an indictment on Teddy Bridgewater, though, who hasn't been able to hit three passing touchdowns yeah i know it's, in a game I mean, he had a chance last week but he just hasn't thrown multiple well he hasn't thrown three plus yeah i mean it's been game. the same thing with dj Moore. i mean where he's not i mean he started scoring i mean he had two last week which is huge um and obviously curtis samuel is pretty much just evaporated but we'll see when mccaffrey comes back kind of if he keeps it up if it maybe opens things up for him a little bit more i mean mike davis has been a stud but i mean mccaffrey is still better hmm all right. I feel like you picked better guys than me just because like number one, the AFC is definitely not as strong as I feel like the NFC, but I went for guys that are like spooky and also Let's like on the, on the horn, Henry Ruggs. Okay. This weekend, top 12 receiver. Who are they? They're playing against the Browns and they're on the road. So does he catch a touchdown is what this comes down to. I say That's yes. That's not true. That, right, wide receiver one, top 12 this week. I think, yeah. I mean, we're due for a Ruggs blow-up game. I mean, he's he scored like 20 against the um, against the Chiefs, and that was on two catches. So, I mean, it goes to show he does not need a high volume to do it. And, I mean, Burrow just put in work against them. I think that. Yeah, I'll say yes. I, I think Ruggs will be a wide receiver one this week, so I'm going to have to put him into some DFS lineups. I was just sure going to say, now you're, I get that you're exposure. forced to play him in DraftKings. <laughs> All right, so next guy I have, we're kind of sticking. Actually, now that I'm going through these, I picked a lot of NFC South guys. So Michael Thomas, is he a top six wide receiver the rest of the way? So going forward, not, not saying end of year going to be a top six, but right now, 
Like, let's say he plays this week or pretty much whenever he comes back, when he comes back and he's playing, is he going to be a top six wide receiver? Trick. Trick? The, I think the I would me- go treat the meme, on there. The meme it- in the lock- locker room is can't stand Mike. Yeah, I, I think I heard they that. might. Tr- I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a trade. He's he's the thinnest skinned. I think he even has more of a thin skin, I think, than than Durant. He's a diva. He's a hundred percent another wide receiver diva. Um all right. So like you said, you picked a lot of guys from the same division. I tried to pick one player mm-hmm. from each division to spread the wealth here. Here's a guy who's been bad. Mike Kaseki, rest of your tight end one. I'll say yes, just because tight end one is a not a hard, hard bar to hit. Um, so that kind of leads me. I mean, you oh, treat. sorry. We're sorry. in a Halloween segment. Yeah, no, right I now. forgot. This totally isn't the thing that other <laughs> shows do. No, this will be a, I will say this will be a treat. Okay. I, um, but this kind of now leads me into my next guy. So originally I was going to ask you if this guy finishes as a tight end one, but then I decided to bump it up and do a tight end six. So to kind of make it a little bit, I feel like tight end six is a guy who you can feel confident in starting every week. Mm. Is how I is how I look at it. So sticking with the NFC South, the Buccaneers. Do you think Gronk Ooh. finishes as a top six guy, or do you think Ooh. by the end of the year he's a top six tight end if he Ooh. keeps playing like how he is? Ooh, trick or treat! This is a good one. Oh my God. It's like tight end does stank. I know. It's a little, if you score a touchdown, you're a tight you end think, one on the And week. you think the Bucs are going to win the Super Bowl? I think, okay. I think that oh, they're you, the favorite okay, from the you NFC. Think they're a, a contender. Yeah, I'm going to say they're... this is a treat. I, I think this is a treat. I'm in. Bye, Rob Gronkowski. Rapport's yeah, back with Brady, and I think he's, he's been looking good. good. He shook he's the rust off. Really here. good. Good one. Oh. That was a good one. All right. All right. This one's a, a little far-fetched. I'm Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. Rest of season, running back two. Um, so from week eight on, will he finish within 12 to 24? I don't know, man. That's tough. That's a I could one. I, got I could see a world where they both – where this backfield just becomes like a Chubb Hunt situation where they're both good. But see, now I think Mahomes is too good for them to have to do that. Also, so everyone knows Joe right now is doing bicep curls <laughs> on the on the Zoom call. Um, I think I'm going to have to say trick, but it's going to be close. Like I, This is one where I'm leaning either way just because I think Bell is still talented enough to be like a really, really good runner. Um, and obviously it's a super efficient offense. And if he get, here's the thing, if he gets a Darrell Williams work, which I mean, I assume he's going to get that plus some what Darrell Williams plays right now are third down and red zone, which are the most valuable snaps you can get. I do think Elaire is still better, but see, now I'm talking myself into it being a treat. I'm, I'm going free. Uh. <laughs> I'm in, I'm in. I'm in on Bell. I think he's a yeah, I think he's a top 24 running back. So that'll be a treat. All right. That was my five. You gave me five, right? Yes, sir. We had Rojo, DeAndre Swift, Robbie Anderson, Michael Thomas, and Gronk. So good, I good did slate. write these down. 
So we so, could kind of check back in next week and kind of see what we're what we're thinking on these. So. All right. Well, that was the first annual trick or treat. Yeah. With the churn. Let us know what you guys think about that segment. If it's something you guys maybe want to return under a different name, which we'll come up with because this segment has never been done. Like I said, on any other podcast or TV show of all time, um, let us know and we'll, we'll bring it back if you guys like it. Um, but yeah, I think that's all kind right. of it for our, for NFL recap. Let's uh, let's dive into some of the leagues. Well, before we dive into the leagues, we want to, we'll announce. So Connor this week, 10 and seven. And D Fran, drunk JD, the commish, 14 and three, picking games, back to back weeks. Gets my lead up four more games on Connor. I think I'm up six or 10. I'm up 10 yeah. games in the pick them now. Um, all right. Well, week eight's here, right? Yeah. We're ready I to mean, go. It's Thursday night in two hours. Right now it's 6 30. Who do you got? Um, maybe by the time this is live. <sighs> Panthers. Panthers. I'm locking yeah. it in too. Where's the game? I mean, there's no fans. It it's in it's in Carolina with some yeah. rain. And They're some wearing wind. the black. Uh, do you remember this game last year? The like the Thursday night game in Carolina where Cam it was like Cam's like last game, and they were wearing it was it was a horrible game to watch. It was, but that was when I, I had Godwin. It was week two, and I was like, okay, Godwin is legit. Like this breakout is for real because he was the only one who actually scored. I don't know. I remember watching this game. There's always random fantasy games. I'm sure you're like it too, where you just remember watching it and you're just like. Oh yeah, I remember this play, that play, and like it helped me so much in fantasy. And like this game stands out for this individual player. I don't remember who won, but I remember that Godwin had a good game, and that was when I fully bought into the hype. Love it. Yeah. All right, quick break, and we're gonna dive into the Butter Association first yep. this week. Little uh, shuffle. Connor's gonna run through the lightning round. We'll see you in a bit. What the hell's going on out here? All right, we are back. Uh, going through the Butter Association, we wanted to kind of flip things up a little bit, keep things fresh, um, and, and go through Butter Association first while pushing back Melting Pot. Not sure if this is going to be a weekly thing, but might just kind of change up the order a little bit for you guys. So real quick, going to go through Lightning Round. Um, this is for week seven. Yep, because this week is week eight. <laughs> All right, so the Grinders uh, pulled out the 15-point victory over TC, 105 to 90. Um Let's see. I took down the Hut Hut Caymans with confidence. I beat them 106 to 96 off the back of Tom Brady. Um, real quick, just to give some insight into that game, I texted uh, Joe on Sunday at like 11 o'clock asking if I should play Cam Newton or Tom Brady. He told me Cam, and I stuck with my gut and played Brady. So that worked out very nicely. Wow, dig it to Kamesh. Yep. Uh, but you did score 143, so your gut ended up working out. You beat Mahomes bunch. 143 to 80. Um, D's nuts took down Brucey's bunch, 105 to 73 in that friendly matchup. Luke falling to 0 and 7. 164. Is that the high score on the season so far? 164. Have we had anyone? Mm, I haven't hit 160 yet. I've hit 150 twice. Yeah, well, I've I hit mean, 150 the, plus twice. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what's going to happen, though, when you have Adams and Rodgers that stack. I mean, they combine for almost 70 for them. Um, so Dan took down Luke 164 to 84, doubled them up just about. And then finally, um, I lost the games. Hold on, guys. Give me one moment. Technical difficulties. Ooh, did I go through all of them? I think I did. Yeah. Lightning round. I guess the lightning, the thunder was so. Uh, I can't. I don't, I don't have a good joke. I don't have a good joke for it, but it is the lightning round. Um, I don't think you brought the lightning, though. 
Yeah, no, that wasn't very fast. Yeah, blame it on Yahoo guys um, because they kept, yeah, just blame it on Yahoo. Totally wasn't my fault. So real quick, any thoughts from this past weekend in the butter? Um, obviously, I mean, we had that monster Rogers Adams performance, which we didn't really hit on during the, the recap. But um, what kind of what, what thoughts do you have? So I'm just thinking about Dan's trade because he was upset about that trade at first, but like, it's just, I knew that was going to be huge for him. Didn't we, I feel like we both said too, that we liked it, it more for Dan anyway. Yeah. And he he's cashing in, in a big way there. Um, taking a look at some of the scores, AFC is a log jam five and two, then four and three across the board. I have a very nice buffer where I'm at 910 points. Um, it would be disastrous if I somehow blew blew the points lead, but also blew the momentum that the team's got going on. Um, we said it a couple times, Brucey's bunch, they're the lowest scoring uh, team in the league. Bill Cosby sleepers, 0-7. But if he had Noah's schedule, he might be 4-3 and three and in the hunt here. So it definitely sucks to, to see something like that happening. Yeah, and I mean, he has more points scored than me. He has more points scored than Mikey, as well as Noah. And all of us are four and three. Meanwhile, like pretty much the whole NFC has outscored everyone in our division, with the exception of Marsan and yourself. Mm. And they all have losing records outside of Wayland. So mm. it's just, okay. just win. I mean, we talk about it all the time. Just win, baby. That's what it's yeah. all about. No, uh, no trades this week any big waiver moves like we is there anything i I actually thought it was a pretty big waiver week there was a a, just a lot going on um to take a look at there's a lot of banged up running backs so like ranking running backs this week is really tough in the fantasy community a lot of injuries lingering a lot of start sit decisions that are like banking on just like early news Buckle up your seatbelts. This is going to be a really tough week to pick. Like start sets and like who's healthy, who's not, who's in, yeah. who's out. Like which handcuffs do you want? Um, Connor Boddington, four straight. Yeah, I mean. That's going to feel good. I don't remember what exactly I said, but I said that I was pretty sure I said something in the effect of I was feeling comfortable being 0-3. Mm. So, I mean, I, I don't love my matchup this week. Um, I think Russ is probably going to cook against me he cooks every mm. week but i'm a little bit worried about that let me ask you this do you remember do you remember the points pace that i had last year with my team no i don't in the beginning of the season like it was like another crazy pace like the the pace that i'm having this year yeah. i finished at 1571 in points i'm looking at the record book which was good enough for six my team is doing it again this year i'm on pace for 18 19 so 1,820 points, and that would beat Luke's 1697 by 100 and, 123 points. But I was on the same pace last year, and it all it all came crashing and burning down. So I hope this is the year I could I could do it and set that record. I'm I'm coming for it, number one yeah. spot. The biggest thing, I mean, I, I always say, just make the playoffs. I mean, I feel like making the playoffs requires more skill, but winning it all kind of just requires luck. Yeah, like just get to the dance. You really never know what's going to happen. So we'll see. I mean, right now, I mean, your team looks like a wagon. I know Waylon is six and one somehow without Eckler and 
who's the other guy who he has on um, Dalvin Cook? Oster. He had on and yeah, he has Moster, no Cook. I mean, for Dak one. Yeah, I mean, his team right now is cooking. He he has Herbert now to start. So Herbert, I'm, my guy, we talk about him every week, and I I don't care, dude. It's that's my guy. He's unbelievable. For everyone who cannot watch, Joe just perked up and had the biggest grin on his face when we talked about Justin Herbert, which I wish that I had someone on any of my teams that I like could make me feel that way. Just talking. Dude, there's a lot to like about the Chargers team, and we're just yeah. missing all the pieces. Like Derwin on the shelf. If if he turns into another Jason Verrett, I'll be heartbroken. Um, I still yeah. haven't gotten his jersey yet. I've been waiting for it to get delivered. Um, since like beginning of the season or like preseason. Eckler's been on the shelf. But, dude, Jalen Guyton, I had him pegged for a deep ball, and he hit last week. I was really happy to see that. He He's a young prospect that looks pretty good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just happy. Happy to be a Chargers fan at 2-4. and four. Yeah, and I think that that's kind of the biggest thing. I saw a tweet about Herbert where it's pretty much saying, like, his ability to make, like, to just continually throw touchdowns to these no-name guys who are, like, guys who aren't, like, it's not like he's just throwing it to Hunter Henry Mike Williams and Keenan Allen. I don't know why I went in that order instead of the other way, but I think that that's really kind of showing how good he is. Like he's just making all these other guys um, into good players, but let's get into the games. Since we're talking about Herbert, do you want to first start with the grinders versus Dell? Um, yeah. With little Herbert. Um, let's talk about the grinders. What do we got, we got here? here? We got Herbert versus Aaron Rodgers. The Rodgers Adams stack. All right, Herbie Hancock's got a tough matchup this week on the road in Denver's not a forty-four, per, not a forty-four no. burger spot. Not, not at all. Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams at home, Minnesota. Minnesota. Robbie Anderson, we like him. We like Hunt this week. I had it pegged early in my right. Dan, oh Dan, Dan Dell, yeah, big stack for him this week and. Whalen's team is six and one, just win baby, but it's not the wagon that it once was. I still think he's putting out garlic bread on a weekly, on a weekly basis. Yeah. I mean, he's just fighting through. I mean, no Hopkins this week is huge. Um, that was another reason why I'm leaning towards Dan. I mean, I'm looking at it though. When his team is full strength, Whalen's team is a wagon. Like, I mean, Henderson right now is what, like a running back too every week. Yeah, it's like, how are you going to be? Yeah. Like, I mean, he's going to have to be benched when you have back Mostert and Eckler, and then you have Hopkins to go with Thielen. And A.J. Green is starting to look a little bit better. Um, but just not – I don't think this week is his week. Like you said, tough matchup for Herbert going into Denver. That 4 o'clock game, um, at least it's going to be sunny. But mm. I mean, we saw what they did to Mahomes this last week. I, not a big not a big fan of Herbert this mm. week. Mm. I'm with you. I'm taking Dan. Good points. All right. I'll I'll shout out game two. Let's go to Sproles side. On the road at Brucey's Bunch. We've been talking a lot about Brucey's Bunch all year. TC, pick one, McCaffrey. Pick two, Drake. Pick three, Carson. Injury riddled. You, do you think two and five is what he saw in the stars here? No. <laughs> I mean, I think... <laughs> Whatever, <laughs> When we were walking out of the draft, I remember we were just like, yo, how did this man get McCaffrey, Drake, and Chris Carson? And then he was able to add in. I mean, Lockett has been a stud. Diggs has been a stud. Claypool has been a stud. It's like right now his wide receivers are carrying his team, which if you told us that, I mean, two and five, but no, but that's (laughs) like the backbone of his team right now. 
are these wide receivers? Like, Here, here's the issue. Without the running backs, Josh Allen and Diggs hasn't been. It's the like week one through four combo punch that it's been. And things they open tough, up after this week, though. Tough they matchup, get, though, this week. Agreed. Yeah, no, I think he's going to see a lot of Gilmore, um, which is never really that good. But, it, I mean, next two weeks after that, they're playing against Seattle and Arizona, which will be a little bit of a better matchup. Then they're on by. They got the Chargers, San Fran, Pitt, Denver. So it actually gets a little bit tougher at the end. Mm. Um, well, I'm going to make got, a statement that you make. Noah wins games however he wins games, when he wins games. And yep. it might not look pretty, but I got him pegged at going back to five and three this week. My only concern is Lamar against Pittsburgh, which I think that game is going to go definitely under this year. I don't know what the, I don't know what that total is, but I don't feel awesome about playing him. Um, but I mean, you have to, it's Lamar Jackson. He can do it. I think you did week. say earlier that you think it's going to be the Lamar Mahomes blow up week. So are you walking back on that original statement? Now that I'm thinking about it, yeah, it's projected to be raining and stuff. I'm just, I'm thinking about it. I also said that off air. I don't think that was said on the podcast. Well, so. I just, I just brought it on there. I used two <laughs> words against you. That's, that's classic. Funny. He also but has yeah. Aaron Jones questionable. They don't know if he's back yet. Yeah, this is because here's the thing now, and like we don't put asterisks next to games and have a count, but but he, he has an asterisk next he's to screwed. Carl's Hyde on the other side. We don't know if he's going to play. Oh, man, he's got no one. And then he's got Carson as a backup just in case. But his roster is not full. No. You can pick and up a couple guys here if you're listening. Put McCaffrey on the IR. Get you get two IR spots. In there. Use I don't both. know. Pick up a couple guys. Maybe drop Traquan Smith. I don't know. Still going, Noah. Yeah. I'm with you. Um, I'm on that bandwagon as well. So, All right. What do you what got for game me? Do we want to do next? Let's you do pick. you versus mm. Mikey. Another issue of uh, currently has empty rosters. Where's your lineup, dude? So I was gonna think about starting Teddy B <laughs> this week on the stream. You I laughed. You just got a text message. I do have an answer now for Mikey, but go ahead talk about talk about what your thoughts are going into this. All uh, right. So he's got Mike Davis. He's going to play another full, full workload, right? He's got, does he have a quarterback this week? He needs to drop Moali Cox. I, we talked about this drop Cox, drop Harry. You start Harry. Harris, you put Godwin on the IR. I mean, you could start Mike Williams. Like there's hey. enough guys for him to start. Like he he could be fine. I still think even with the full roster, I do think you win. Hmm. Um, but so his I texted him guys before we went on. I was like, What is your deal? Like, why don't you have a roster? And he's like, I'm toast this week. He's like, I, I will make a pickup though. So and he's gonna be making some moves, but right now he's as really not six, toast this week. I know he's not. It's like just so everyone knows, it's six forty five right now, Thursday. I'm sure everything will change. It's seven o'clock while I'm editing this and where uh before it goes live but i mean he's four and three like he needs all these wins so he he can't afford to just punt this week like um mike you're gonna have to drop good players i uh i'm happy with Wentz this week i think that's a good stream divisional 
you made a nasty face at me just th- just now. Mm. They're playing the Cowboys. Anybody uh. can throw on the Cowboys this week. And I was going to maybe scream Teddy Bridgewater, but I have him streamed in two leagues. I want to fade Thursday football here and just wait till Sunday. Um, the other option, we know the other option. I'm not going to say it. I might actually pick him up right now just in case. But the other Boston option management. for streaming, the other option for streaming is Jimmy Garoppolo. Who are they playing this week? Seattle at Seattle. Uh, And if I do that, I'll probably play Brandon Ayuk and just go for it. Over over Gaskins? Yeah, I mean, Gaskins is like, you know, okay. It's like tough matchup, standard, who was playing. Aaron Donald might eat his lunch. Like he's not like a guy that like I'm saying, like I must play. Yeah, no, he's, he's not matchup proof. No, definitely not. So I'm going to do that right now, but who am I going to drop? I guess Boston Scott. Yeah. I was going to say him or DJ. You could start T Higgins. DJ who? Dallas. You could. I could. But, I mean, that's a risk. We're just doing live. Uh, you're right. You're right. Let's do that. Let's do that. And I got to make a. I got to make a, a roster decision this week. But that's live on the pod. Roster management. I don't want Lapia to be able to pick up Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. So if he wants to pick up a good streamer, you could go and pick up Teddy Bridgewater. But you will not hear this until later tonight. So here we go. We got to move on. We got to move on from this game. All right. I'm picking so, me. Yeah, I'm picking you as well. You can also go Burrow. There's a lot of good streaming. Yeah, I know. That's the thing, too. With it being the 10-team, one quarterback league with this kind of a shallower bench, like there's enough guys that that we can – he can make it work. Everything I'm saying is going to bite me in the ass. That's all that matters right yep. now. All right. My turn. Let's go to your game. You have – these 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 russes these russes will he cook at home san francisco san francisco doesn't have the defense that they had last year it's got gronk bell i think you have him at receiver but alan robinson's definitely a question mark here i will say Uh, he will be switched out for cooper cup if he doesn't play okay and i I like that if that change i mean Look, Cup has been a little bit disappointing so far this season, but I got no issue starting him if I need to. I I have it written. I'm going you this week. I, I think that you actually will go five in a row. Brady is a is a lock this week, and I, I, I think that Derrick Henry's also a lock this week. Zeke is overprojected at 13 right now with the way that offense is playing. We just don't know what's going to happen across the board for him. So I'm locking you in for five in a row. I will be taking him just because I think Russ is going to cook. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just think that I'm. it's going to be very tough to win five in a row. So that's kind of why Allen Robinson banged up. I will say, though, if Aaron Jones is out, I will be starting Jamal Williams over Ronald Jones. Um, I like Rojo, and he has a good matchup against the Giants, but got to play uh, just the smart play is Williams, I think. I don't know. What are, you, what are kind of your thoughts there if he's out? Do I go Rojo, or do I go 
uh, do I go Williams? I think I think you go Williams if Jones is out, and I think that's yeah. a no brainer. He got eighty nine percent of the snaps last week in a so whole matchup. Dylan, yeah, yeah, maybe next year. Maybe next year. All right. So what's the final game that we have not discussed? Is it Luke? Did we go over Luke versus Dana? It's Luke versus Dana. Luke, 0-7. Home. Uh, Traveling to the Mahomes bunch. Tough, tough, tough. With the Tyreek and Mahomes stack going up against the Jets. Like, I feel like every year there's a couple guys who are projected over 30. And it's just nice and weird to see that 31 being projected up there for Mahomes, which mm. I get, but I will say Dana starting with Michael P Ryan. It's is, his team is gross, dude. That's it the is. Way, it, his but team is the thing so is though, disgusting. with how, with how they do it in the fact that it's just, you see Mahomes and Tyreek is the first who plays. You're like, ah, not and you're like, Whoa, not bite. Bite. <laughs> but then you go down. Gurley just keeps producing. I mean, he puts up, he puts up points. Um, he doesn't look very good while doing it, and he scores when he doesn't try to. Melvin Gordon, I don't know. Here's uh, my thought. Luke asked us today, is his team good or is the team is his team bad for 0 and 7? One, you're 0 and you're 0 and 7, so it's not great. You're banged up. Mixon and Sanders are both big cues this week. I'm picking Dana out of principle that Mahomes is, is gonna have a big week. Yeah, so originally I did pick Dana. I think Luke gets off the schneid. I hope I think he does. He, gets him. he I, can't go 0-8. Luke, prove me right, buddy. I need it. <laughs> I got to start making up some ground on you in picks. So, All right. Well, that's week eight. The Butter Association. I was 4-1 last week. I think I'm going to do it again. Yeah, I also won four and one. We have a log jam of a playoff race that we're going to be following here. Buckle up. Anybody's what? ball game. Uh, week 15 and 16 are the playoffs, right? So we got there's yes. like an extra week here with it being four teams. Okay. Yep. Yep. Right. Sa- same as always. Same as always. Yeah, I know. I know. But... Uh, all right. It's Quick break. Quick break. And we're going to the melting pot. Yes, sir. We'll see you in a bit. All right, we're back. Feeling a little revived over here. It's week eight at the churn. Melting pot. Big week. You know the drill. Lightning round. Let's do it. Drunk JD on the road. Always up to Sutton. 180 to 110. That's a big blowout. Win for Drunk JD. They get to five and two. Always up to Sutton. Three and four. Steal the show. Not stolen. Lost 81 up against Bayou Boys. Come on. 120. Bayou Boys gets the four and three. Then the tank might be on. Studs are us. Name is advertised. 177. Big week over Bill Cosby Sleepers. 140. They hang in three and four. Looking for a win to get to four and four next week. Team Perkis, the luckiest team in the melting pot. Six and one. Over New England Death Knights, 149. That was a barn burner. New England Death Knights team, three and four, yes. Trending up, also yes. Look out for them in the coming weeks. TK Yard Work took care of business, 161 over worst team ever, 109. And last but not least, Fishing for Gold, 
Real men. It's Tyler Lockett. They get it done. 177 over Marty Bird Enterprises. Mm-hmm. 174. It sucks to waste or to lose on a 174 point outing. That one's got a sting. Marty Bird Enterprises falls to two and five. Welcome back, the churn. Yeah, there are some very, very close games that went down this weekend. Um, oh, man, that's just brutal. I didn't realize that he had Lockett and. He was playing against Lockett and Russ and lost by three. That's that's heartbreaking, man. The most controversial team in the pot. Is it him? Is it you? Is it you? Is it Marty Bird or is it Team Perkis? And I can make a case for all three teams right now. Let's hear him. Case number one, you trade away a plethora of picks and you go Mahomes, Lamar Jackson. Basically, you sent Tremors. You see my hand motion here? Tremors mm-hmm. throughout the draft. Marty Bird Enterprises was laughing to the bank, the podium, taunting us all draft long. You would have thought this team would be 7-0 and by now. Then, team Perkis, he didn't have a team name, a care in the world. He was 6-1. and one. Took eight hours a pick. Who, who's the most controversial team? I made a case for all three. I think Perkis. I think I think the combination of how long the drafting took and the fact that he's now six and one. So it's like all this time he took, it looks like it's paying off. Like, yeah, for me personally, that's my pick. I don't know if anyone in the league wants to chime in and provide any um, feedback. Oh, man, I didn't realize that the Death Knights had a goose on their team and they lost by two. Oh. Who's the, who the goose was loose? Who was it? Yeah, Fells, Darren Fells. Oh, he fell hard. Do you have any other tight end? Dude, he had Everett put up 14 on the bench. Oh, Shaughnessy with seven. Oh, dude, that's <laughs> brutal. Oh, man, I'm so sorry. All right. Oh. We covered the trade in the NFL recap. I'm going to yep. go through the divisions here. All right. Okay. The Smoky Goudas, APD, five and two. They're being chased by Studs R Us and always up to Sutton at three and four. Then two and five, obviously one of the few teams that might be out this year. Mm-hmm. Okay. He's got a two-game lead. All three teams under 500. Let's go to the Spicy Pepper Jacks. That's my division and your division. I'm five and two. Same exact situation. Death Knights, three and four. You, three and four. Both chasing the division lead. Both right in the wild card. Chase at three and four. You got to feel good about that. You're not dead yet. Then the salty Parmesans team Perkis six and one TK yard work four and three Bayou boys four and three Chase is on, on Evan six and one. So the wild card race, given the fact that it's three teams team that's under 500 is in right now. What are your thoughts? Yeah, you're right. Wow. And pick up on that. That team, if the season finished today, would be drumroll, please. Would it be the Death Knights? Death Knights, highest scoring team in the pot, three and four. Yeah, I mean, once he gets McCaffrey back, that team is going to hit a whole other level. Yeah, Edmonds, McCaffrey, Henry. Yeah, that team's going to be certified melting pot wagon. And the thing is, too, so we've been talking about. Um, in our other league that we just talked about, the butter, um, the, the guy who drafted McCaffrey, 
has one less win and it's like doom and gloom for him but <laughs> but we got the death knights at three and five three and four. Oh man this team could make some noise but they're, they're also the highest scoring in the league so and the thing is too it's not even like they have the most points against like i don't get it they're plus almost like 100 on their point total so i don't know if that's tough but mm. all right let's jump into the games i'll pick the first one here Let's go. We're talking about him being controversial. Matchup. Am I in the right setting? Nope. Were you on the seven? Team Perkis on the road. Studs are us. Six and one versus three and four. Studs are us starting Le'Veon Bell, Frank Gore. And in the super flex spot, Hunter Henry. Versus Justin Herbert, Aaron Rodgers, etc. I'm picking Team Perkis. I'm with you, and for pretty much the same reasons you laid out, um, under Henry Superflex. I mean, I get it. Like his team is pretty good until you look at the running backs. Like when you're scrolling up, it's like okay, Hunter Henry, Robert Woods, Sterling Shepard, T. Higgins, Mark Andrews, Kenny Galladay, Devontae Adams, and then you see Frank Gore, and you want to puke everywhere. So. Yeah, this team, not great. Brady is going to eat. I think we all kind of see that coming. I think he's going to have a pretty big night. I think he's going to project it at 20. But I am also taking Perkis, like I was saying. He's got another week out of Mike Davis. Um, And he, I think Rodgers, we talked about him last, in the last kind of preview. I think Rodgers is going to have another big game against Minnesota. They, like we said, Minnesota stinks. Bonus trick-or-treat question for you. Okay. Team Perkis, first round by. I think that's. A... I'm gonna say Big, trick. Tough, tough question. How many? Right? How many guys be... get a first round by? Top two seeds. Two, but he is trending downward after he loses Davis. Yeah, I know. That's why it's trick. Okay. I get it. I Ten. think he'll be good. I think he'll win the division. Mm. Like, I do think he's gonna win the Parmesans. Mm. Um, I just don't. I don't think he's going to finish as a top two seed. Mm. Okay. Next game. You pick it. You have him up. All right. Let's go with you versus the Bayou boys. I am. I'm in trouble this week. I will get right into it. I actually have Mark picked. I have a myriad of injuries that I'm dealing with. Obviously, I got rid of OBJ, torn ACL. He wasn't in the plans. But you got a guy who can play this week, Preston Williams. And now that you have – he has two. Uh, obviously, it's not going to be Odell-level production, but how are you feeling kind of about him with that that Tua stack? Obviously, you don't have Tua, but like with him playing with Tua now. Um, It remains to be seen. I'm not going to mm-hmm. – not going to make any concrete comments on it. The reason why I think I'm in trouble here is I'm, I'm on a week without Kyler Murray and I'm not going to have most likely I'm, I won't have Chris Carson and then I'm on the fence about having Miles Sanders this week. Yeah, it could he did spin, not practice today. Just it so. could spin into my favor. If Mixon is out, Gio gets a bump. Yeah. I don't, I don't think, I don't think Mixon practiced today. They're um, all in trouble, dude. It's so gross. Yeah, I know. So Mixon, yeah. So it, I think Jones, Mixon, Mark Ingram, 
all missed practice today. Yeah, they did. So, see, this is also kind of going back to our NFL talk with Zeke. It's like now you also have Mixon banged up. You got Sanders banged up, Jones banged up. It's like, I get it. He Zeke has disappointed you, but he's been out there. So you've been able to play him. So <laughs> you've been able to play him. I'm actually picking Mark. Are you in the same? <sighs> no, I picked you. Yeah, I picked you to win this week. Um, because I do think I don't know. I he has Will Fuller out there and Will Fuller is no good when he's on by. I don't know. I don't know why I had you written down now that I'm going through it. So and I've been talking up Zeke like you can play him. So I'm switching. I don't know why I wrote down you now that I'm looking at everything. Ugh. Uh, yeah, I'm going by you boys. Sorry. That was long winded, um, and back and forth, but I'm taking the by you boys. <laughs> All right. Next game. Gonna take a little stroll to Marty bird enterprises versus bill Cosby sleepers. We won't spend too much time on this one. Both teams are two and five need a couple bounces your way to get back into the running. It starts here. I actually have Luke given some of his matchups this week. I really like Kelsey. I really like a yuck. And I like Jonathan Taylor this week. I I think we're going to see, we're going to see Luke's team finally get a bounce his way. Yeah. And I'm taking Luke as well, mainly because when you look at the super flex matchup, you have Stafford going against Anthony Miller. So for that reason, I'm taking the sleepers. It's going to be tough sledding here, I think, for Marty, given his lack of quarterbacks. Um, I know we were kind of discussing it beforehand, but it's like he had all these early-round picks and didn't spend any of them. I mean, he spent one of them on a quarterback. I mean, he has Burrow, who Burrow's legit. But, I mean, Minshew is his quarterback, too, who now he's hurt. And outside of that, he has P.J. Walker, Jacob Eason, Jared Stidham, none of which are starters. So, we'll see. It's not a tough spot right now for him, Um, but – We'll see how he does. I think he's he's got Terry on by this week. Debo out. Like he's yeah, Terry on by. Debo hurt. Boston I don't think Scott, it's a cut and dry pick Drake. here. No, I think it's gonna be closer than yeah. I mean, I don't think it's gonna be a twenty three point victory like what sleepers projected. I think that Marty covers. I just don't think he's gonna win. Awesome. Yeah. All right, let's move on. All right, you got this one. Yeah, so let's do Steal the Show versus TK Yardwork. Steal the Show, good name, and here's why. Not com- not really competing right now for a playoff berth. I mean, obviously, if you get a bouncer away and you win, you're right back in it, given the, the wild card. Steal the Show? Spoiler alert? Like, is that a great so. team name? Is that the best team name for a team that's going to maybe play spoiler all year long? With the picture, too? Yeah, no, I'm with you. I, I'll go. I'm taking Vin here. I think that his team is much better than the two and five record. I mean, Kamara Rojo is a great one-two punch right now, which I was never expecting to be saying three months ago. Um, Mixon, I don't know. We'll see about Mixon, but I don't know. I, I'm taking him. I think that he has just the better team with some better matchups this week, and don't love Andy Dalton having to start. So we'll see what kind of TK 
is able to pull off. I don't know if maybe he trades for a quarterback here before Sunday. I mean, he's four and three. So again, he can't really afford to be punting games um, just because he doesn't have a quarterback to play. Look, I'm sure I'll slot somebody in. I don't love Latavius Murray this week on the road at Chicago. No. Al Robinson's got a concussion. Aguilar. Scotty Miller gets a bump up. I, I just uh, a little bit to, to be left desired here. First game of spoilers for Steal the Show. I think they get a win here over yeah. Yardwork. I'm with you. And I mean, just going through, I mean, it's been a tough season so far for TK. I mean, he's got Dak on IR this week. He's got Kirk on bye. Godwin's out. Who else does he have? Like, it, it's just been James Robinson on by. Mark Ingram might not play. Like, this team, I think, is a lot better than what what we're going to see this weekend. But I just don't – I don't see him being able to pull this one out with the, uh, the lot that he's starting. <laughs> the lot that he's starting. All right. Next game. I have it ready to go. New England Death Knights, three and five. What have we been saying about him? Trending upwards on the road, always up to Sutton, has a little bit of danger on his end right now. He's dealing with Edelman, banged up, Tim Patrick in the flex, Drew Locke, Carlos Hyde's banged up, CD Lamb is in a shit situation. All the right things are happening for Mike Lucas. I am putting in my first confidence pick this week. Mike Lucas, four and four with confidence. Did you, when we were going through the standings, did you see who the lowest scoring team was? I did not. Please tell me. Uh, The Suttons. So, yeah. And now they're, they're a little bit more banged up. So it's going to be a tough matchup. I mean, he's got some like really, he's got some good players and guys who can really pop off guys. like I mean, Josh Allen against new England, very tough matchup, but I mean, he's shown that he can win matchups on his own. Tyree kill can do that. George kill can do that. But outside of that, I don't love, I mean, Tim Patrick has actually kind of been good this year. Like, I don't know if you've like watched him at all. He actually looks halfway decent too. And he's I haven't seen enough of Tim Patrick this year. Yeah, no, I've heard, he, heard good things. Yeah. I mean, CD's a stud, but just not not with Nucci Gang starting. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, now with Edelman hurt too, it's like, I mean, he has Golden Tate, who he could start. Donovan Peoples Jones. Like, he's got enough guys that you can like trot someone out there and start them. But I don't if feel You're trotting guys it. out there just to start them. That means. Yeah, I mean, you're just getting hot bodies out there, guys who may get you a couple points, which I mean, when you're in this deep of a league in this format with a super flex and three flexes, like you're going to run into these every, every once in a while. And especially with dynasty when there's really no one to pick up off of waivers. So, all right. Yeah. I say that to pretty much go back to my point that I'm taking the death Knights. I think that we've had every pick the same so far. Mm, Actually. No, I picked, no. Uh, I picked Mark. That's you, all right. I think final game then would be myself versus fishing for gold. Did we, I don't think we hit on that one. Nope. And it, this is uh, come on Aaron, talk to me about your quarterbacks and then let's see where we go from there. I'm picking myself. I think Mahomes is going to have a day. 
And you have uh, Boyd going, Thielen yep. going, Hunt going. Jamichael Hasty is so sneaky this week. I kind of like my team now. And it's crazy that I traded away Preston Williams and I'm actually kind of liking the team that I have. Um, Gusecki, Richard Rogers. Oh my God. Um, well, I will say it. I think that he could easily win this just off of Russ and Aaron Jones alone. Like yeah, but Aaron has, Jones is banged up and probably not going to play. That's my thing. I, I am leaning that they hold Jones out another week. Cause I don't think they really need him against Minnesota. So that's why I'm picking myself. But if Jones plays, I, I do think that he, he beats me. Um, I don't think it's handedly, but I think he does take me down. I am going to lock in APD because I had it picked beforehand, but I see your path to victory. This game is a lot closer than a 66 to 34 spread. So I think you cover and you could definitely win this game. Yeah, no, I don't. The percentages are no, enough of the percentages. I'm going to complain about it every week. Yeah, I don't love my running back two spot right now with Lindsay. Um, but besides that, I'm in all honesty, I'm actually kind of happy with how my team's shaping up. We'll see how it's looking in another couple of weeks. Um, once Chubb comes back, how that how that all looks. Um, but I think Fournette might be able to fall forward into the end zone for a couple a uh, couple scores against the Giants. Maybe not two, but definitely not two. Scoring, but... Yeah, I could see him scoring scoring one against the uh, the Giants on Monday. He all also right. did you see that he's the passing down back now? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't I don't understand the snip. I, I don't get it. I mean, Rojo can't catch, and Lashawn McCoy is washed up, so it's like okay, we got to put Fournette out there. So I get it from that standpoint. Hmm. All right. Week eight melting pot. Set those lineups. Get ready because the playoff hunt is on quick break. Connor's going to lead us off with the Tennessee and we're going to take you to Thursday night football. See you soon. What the hell's going on out here? All right. We're back. Sorry for the delay there. Connor Boddington going to lead us through the dynasty week seven. Yes, sir. All right. So here, let's go through real quick. Lightning round. Here so, we go. Can he do it? All right. We got Team Zanny Dow taking on Deucer 121 to 88. Uh, we had Luke taking down Joe Defran. Uh 147 to 118. Is Luke back? Um, TJ just continues his hot streak. He gets a 7-0, takes down Lapia. 142 to 131. Um, Lapia is putting up some high scores out there, folks. Uh, Tucker 125 to 103 over TC, who falls to one and six. Tucker is five and two. And then Kush Gordon, we talked about him a little bit in the preview, uh, took down Bracken 110 to 99. I did skip over my game. I kind of wanted to go back on there, not to toot my own horn, but I did set so far our league scoring record um, for a single game with 189, which was crazy considering Josh Jacobs put up six. Um, but real quick, just wanted to kind of point that out and and not try to suck my own dick too much. But yeah, I got the Ooh. high score of Ooh. all time. You're bad. Yeah. But. All right. Well, welcome back. Um, yeah. yeah, Luke Amiot, back in business. Kush Gordon. Half your team was Tyler Lockett. Any in any mm-hmm. other scenario. It's four and three, but yeah, that's that's hey, in the just, past. And you're five and two. Yep, just one. I will say, I mean, the Stothraki horde is a wagon down there. And Kyle, I mean, we were talking about him getting hot and then put up an absolute dud 
this week. What do you score? 74? Not great, Bob. Um, We'll see, though. I mean, Luke right now takes back first place in the Wildlings division. He's four and three. Uh, Bracken is three and four, followed up by myself and Deucer. We're both two and five. Um, In the Kingsguard, we got Joe DeFran. I don't know why I keep saying Joe DeFran. We got JD. At five and two, we got Danny Dell at three and four. We got Lapia at two and five. And then we got TC at one and six, who has scored more points than Lapia. Um, and then number one team right now in the league would be TJ. He's almost at a thousand points. He's at 996. He's seven and oh, followed by Tucker and Kush Gordon, who are both five and two. Tucker gets a tiebreaker right now, given his high point total of 845. Um, and then we have Kyle, who is three and four, who is he's given up a lot of points, which I say given up like he has control over that. But, yeah, I mean, he has the most points against in his division. So I um, the points are crazy in this league. My butter team is four points off this team. My my team in this league standard. Yeah, I know, which is so I'd be five and two. Wild. I'd be five and two almost with with my team in butter standard. Yeah, I know, which is kind of nuts considering we have the extra roster spot here, but I will say we don't have a defense or a kicker. So, but this is full PPR. So it all evens out. Yeah. Um, quiet week, quiet week in the, in the league, not a lot First of trades. I will say I do. I can't believe that Albert. O. Okawagemba, the tight end for Denver. How, how did Tucker, yeah, how was Tucker able to add him today for zero dollars? I'm very upset at myself for not noticing that he was there and adding him sooner. Um, otherwise, I mean, there was really nothing, nothing that crazy that happened to talk about. I'm going back through, it's like a couple, uh, da, da, da. yeah, no, there were no trades that were made, which I don't know when the last have we done a podcast yet this year where there hasn't been a trade. I don't think so because yeah. we had a trade anyways in melting pot. Yeah. But no, I mean, in this one in dynasty, I feel like there's always at least one or two every week, but I don't think this might be the first time there hasn't been, but do you want to, uh, you want to jump into the games for this week? Yeah. Let's knock them out. Up. I think it's a, just a relatively shorter week. I'm picking, picking yeah. games and, and recaps. I think it's good to just dive in and get these guys to Thursday football. Yeah, so let's start. We'll start off with your game first. You're taking on K Murphs. Um, you are currently projected to win 139 to 119. Um, yeah, this is a matchup, obviously. I think I'm picking you. How did I have written down here? Yeah, I'm taking you. Um, I think Russ versus Baker. I'm definitely taking Russ. I don't really think Mixon plays this week, so that's going to hurt him even more. But all in all, I just think you have a better team, um, more talented team. I do think Aaron Jones sits, though. But, I mean, you could easily slide in McKinnon or Malcolm Brown. Yeah, you have tough, enough, you have enough tough situation guys. here. Yeah. Maybe even Scotty Miller, man. If I just, like, want to fade McKinnon after being a bum, Scotty Miller's got a fine matchup this week. Um, no Godwin. I'm I'm okay this week. I think you know I I don't love not having Aaron Jones and 
Chris Carson's banged up, you know, all the things that I've done, like Kenyon Drake, he's on the shelf and he hasn't been great. So my five and two semi, let's go with like your hybrid, right? It's not a wagon, but like it gets yeah. good mileage. I'm in a little bit of trouble this week. I do have me picked just because I think Russ is going to, is going to help here. Um, but it's not, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. We're going to get a hot start. I think Thursday football Ridley's going to lead the way. I also just want to say that he's starting Hayden Hurst over CD lamb, which I get it. I don't know, man. Ugh. I don't know why he's starting Hayden Hurst. Is Hayden Hurst like good? I feel like last week was garbage. Like, I don't think he's good. I, I don't, he's, I but think... he's tight end eight. It's like, this is my thing. This is why I put Gronk as a top six tight end. Cause it's just like, okay, you score a couple touchdowns and all of a sudden you're a, you're a top guy, but yeah, I don't know. I would probably play CD lamb over Hurst. Um, I would maybe even play Preston Williams over him as well. I don't know. I think he's got some better options than um than hayden hurst mm. who do you have i'm taking you um like i was saying i think that russ versus baker is pretty much going to be the difference maker and then you also have kittle versus henry and then jones versus hurst um in terms of the matchup slot so i'm i'm taking you i know we've had a lot of the same picks i think uh, we've only had one or two differ in each league but that's all right we'll yeah all right let's go through your game oh I got no Kyler. Matt Tucker, five and two. No Kyler. Ooh, boy. No Godwin. No Jeff Wilson. Who else do I have out? No Ertz. No Deshaun. No Sutton. Like, just not my year. I got Tucker. No, I'm I'm taking Tucker, too. I mean, Cam Akers right now is just unplayable. I think he'll be fine when it comes to next year and in the future. Um, but right now, like I can't play him, which I thought I would be able to at least put him in in a pinch if I needed to. Um, but yeah, I'm are you playing Marquez Callaway? Yeah, okay. I, well, <laughs> I, like, like I don't know. I mean, here, let's talk about this real quick. Who else on my team would you like realistically play who's playing this week? Nope, 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 nothing. Yeah, like I. If he's if he doesn't play, I'm I'm beat. Like you're beat. I think I would have to start like Rex, Rex Burkhead. I think realistically, me would be my best option. Not great. No, but I do have Nucci gang. So if anybody needs a quarterback, come make Nucci a trade gang. for Ben DiNucci. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Ben yeah. DiNucci. Might as well end the pod now. Um, yep. That's it. Ooh, Let's, let's go to this lead. game. Team Mike Dusler. I think they. I think he read our minds. He updated his lineup. Against TC, we weren't going to spend too much time. TC, such a lineup, man. Come you on, TC, you on could by. do it. You could Come do on. it. You got Cooks on by too. You got Debo hurt. I know you. Uh, I'm going through his bench. It's not great. I'm it's definitely like picking. Definitely picking. Yeah, Dusser I'm with you. Uh, yeah, no, I think we're both going to kind of be on the same boat here. Spoiler uh, alert: We're yeah. making all the same picks again. But I will say so. He does have Michael Thomas coming back. And I mean, if he just keeps winning, if he can get to three what and do you five, mean, and keep winning. He's not, I know, winning. I know, he's I know. Winning. He's two and five. But no, I just, I think TC can put something together here. I think that 
mean, like we said, Robbie Anderson, wide receiver seven right now. You think he's a top 12 wide receiver rest of the season. I think the Siki is a, I think that, um, I think is Siki is a tight end one the rest of the way. And then you think Michael Thomas is a top six wide receiver. So it's no, like, I faded that. Oh, you said, oh, you great. said, okay. All right. But I think he's got enough pieces where he can get healthy. I don't know, man, weird things have happened. And especially in our division is kind of not great. I know Luke right now is four and three. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's not, not a, there's no team in there. That's like a real wagon. Luke is getting it together, but are we both kind of on Deucer here? Yep. All right. So since we were talking about Luke, I kind of think that's a good way. We can kind of segue into his game. He is taking on Lapia, um, the fight in Herberts, who I, I'm picking Luke. Like he's got his full team out there. The team that he made all these moves for. He's starting Taylor, starting Elair. He's got Tyreek, Julio, Mark Andrews, Devontae Adams, and Jarvis Landry, who now has Luke no is back. Time. He's back, yeah. dude. I know yep. he's feeling himself. He's 0-7 and, and butter. He's doing pretty well here, though. Um, so for tanking, Lapia's team is going to be good next year. No, I know. It, his team is in good shape, and I think he's going to finish. I don't think he's going to get the number one pick. Hmm. I think that he has too many. I think Herbert is going to win him games. And I think that Galladay, Ayuk is looking good. Hawkinson, Slayton, Fulgham. Like, I don't think he's going to make the playoffs by any means, but I don't think he's going to be as bad as he wants to be. But I mean, he has enough picks where he can, if he needs to, he can always make a move up in the draft, like trading away a couple picks or just like staying put and drafting um, his guy. So how many picks does he have this year? um oh boy he's got three he's got three first two seconds next year he's got four first rounders the year after that he's got three first rounders like he's got a bunch of picks so he'll be okay he also has saquon on ir so we'll see he'll be good next year yeah he'll be fine all right the most controversial team in dynasty at home kush gordon up against Zanny Dell, it's Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson, Hunt versus Rojo. He's got Jamal Williams ready to go. I I don't know. I think luck might be starting to run out here. I don't know if it's that luck's going to be running out. I just think that Mahomes has a much better matchup um, and is going to carry him. Um, so I'm taking Matt, Mahomes. Mike uh, Evans, you're taking Mahomes. So not the team, you're just picking Mahomes. Yeah, Mahomes. No, I think Mahomes could put up 40 with the six-point passing touchdowns. Um, yep. Yeah, so I'm taking Danny. I'm taking Danny Dell. I will I'm be taking probably Danny with Dell. Us. And yep. I, think, I think in a week we're going to be like, okay, well, we both picked Danny Dell and Cass still won. So he's probably going He's going to win to spite us yeah. against him. Yep, 100%. All right, last game. No, we have two games left. No, but did yeah. we pick? We did Luke's? Yeah, we did Luke. I think I like cruised through my high of like energy to like push <laughs> through here. And I'm just very loopy at this point. But good, it's man. TJ. Seven Brack and up. Daddy. Brack Daddy. And for those listening, that's the Brack attack. What up? So uh, I really want to pick Bracken. I really do. I just, oh, 
who I'll let you go first. Who who do you got here? This is a tough this is a tough game to pick. Tough game to pick, but uh I'm gonna take a cheesy route here and I will pick TJ, put the pressure on him until he loses. Yeah. Denzel Mims starting against Kansas City. Oof. It does sound like Rager is gonna be playing. I mean, Mims last week, eight points, fine. Um I think that the flex is where Chris is going to have his matchup, like the bottom half of this lineup where you're going tight end. I'm taking Chris Rager versus Mims. I'm taking Rager, Janu versus Higgins. That's a tough one. I am going to be taking Janu. Um, hmm. Where I think this game might be lost is Allen Robinson versus Cole Beasley. Hmm. And then if he plays, if he plays. Yeah, that is true. I know but Miles is Sanders in. is banged up. Is Rager playing? Cook Cook's gonna play. I think he's the lock of coming yeah, back. They said this that week he's fine. Of, so you got Cook, Aaron Jones, Mixon, Sanders, Carson, Hyde, a lot of running backs. Cook's number one, I think, above that coming back. Yeah. Uh, but see now if he's out, if like Allen Robinson's out, TJ has like no one. No depth. Deontay Harris might be his best player. Is he uh, oh no, no, he no, he's got Mooney. Darnell Mooney. You like Mooney. That's a, you're a Mooney guy. I am big on Mooney. Dude, we're a Moon podcast. He's been playing more every week. I mean, he's getting targets. Like he, and I watch him. He looks the part. Like he looks good. Yeah, he does look good. And he's got nobody throwing him. Did you see the meme? Great move on Ramsey. <laughs> Foles missed him by six yards. Yeah, I know. Foles has been missing him, but I mean. It, it, Look, do I want to be starting Mooney? No, that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying if he needs to, I you could, you could do Mooney. a lot. You could do a lot worse, just for his upside. I mean, he's fast, so I mean, it just takes one or two catches from him, and he'll give you a good day. So, yep. I think to kind of recap this week, the games, yeah, we're on the same side, but they're really tough to pick. Everything yeah. is tough given the injuries, who's in, who's out. It's gonna be it's going to be one of those weeks where I'm not confident in any decision until everything is out on the table and I know what's going on. Yeah. And especially, I mean, we had the two, two positive tests today in COVID. So we'll see how that goes with uh, Hernandez on the giants. And I think it was a guard on the chargers too. So two guards got it, Mm. Um, but we'll see. That's hopefully no games get postponed. I mean, we didn't have any games postponed last weekend. So that was fun. That was good. No games got switched. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Definitely, definitely, hopefully no games yeah. get postponed again. Um, All right. Don't know how we did it, but we got here. Yeah. Time 7.33 p.m. Eastern time. Hopefully, night football. hoping to have it up in time uh, before the game, but we'll probably be, it will be before halftime, I will say. That's executive producer and editor, Connor Boddington, yep. at yes, Connor Bods. At JD Fran 14 podcast itself at the churn FF week eight is here. Whether you like it or not, we're halfway through the fantasy season. As always, you set your lineups league. <laughs>